Hey there! Sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 54th episode of TST. Thanks for tuning in! Hello everybody, welcome back to Thea's Tea. I'm super excited for this tea talk because I'm drinking a new flavor of tea. Well, new in the sense that I haven't tried it before from one of my favorite tea brands. You guessed it, La Teresita. So this is Yerba Buena, which is essentially mint. And in addition to the fact that it's a new tea, as you guys know, this brand has little quotes on all of their tea bags. And this is a new quote that I have never had before because a couple of them like I've repeated. So this one says... Usa la gratitud como un manto y alimentará cada rincón de tu vida by Rumi, which translates to use gratitude as a blanket and it will feed every corner of your life. Wow, so important, you know, you gotta be grateful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, gratitude is a tricky subject for me. Like, I feel like a lot of people say that gratitude is truly transformative and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like I'm a thankful person and I know that I'm like so blessed, but I don't feel like my life is different. So maybe I'm not grateful enough. So thanks for the reminder. <laughs> and as for the tea, it is so good. I have absolutely loved every tea that I've tried from this brand. So this one was no exception. The packaging is so pretty. My mom gave it to me like as a surprise the other day. So it was really adorable and really fun for me. Um, yeah, you know, it's really good. I It feels like calming, you know. For me, the most calming tea is chamomile. But this one is also like really calming. And, you know, hopefully like I can drink it more regularly. Because frankly, I only drink tea when I record. So I, I don't know, it'd be really cool for me to just have it like at random times, you know, while I'm studying or if I have a mental breakdown to calm down, you know, like that's one of the most like human, like spiritual experiences, you know, like when you're recovering from <laughs> a mental breakdown. The setup for this episode is I'm sitting in front of my desk. You know, the, the recording for this episode has been a little bit tricky. I say has been because I'm recording this last. Yeah. Um... I've basically recorded this episode in like three different time frames and when I started I started with like the actual content because it was more convenient for like my schedule because I had a meeting in the middle of all of that and then I had a recording for my other podcast our point is with my friend Mati so yeah but I feel like I really enjoyed this episode. It's probably one of my favorites. It was so therapeutic for me. And I feel like it's really cool for me to be able to like talk about how the episode actually is before you guys listen to it. You guys get excited because I felt like this was a really good one. I talked about so many things that were weighing on my heart. So, you know, it was like liberating for me. <laughs> and I don't know if I like got anywhere in terms of making decisions. But it was important for me to just untangle the mess of like weeds inside my head. Not necessarily like weeds, but you know, like there was just so much going on there. So planning it and like filtering the information, I think it was helpful. And I hope to make like more episodes like this throughout this year because you know, there's a lot for me to talk about regarding my future. So yeah, let me know if you enjoy it, what your thoughts are, how you're feeling for the future, what you think, like any advice for me, or if you want to say like what you visualize me doing or where, I would love to hear. For this week's weekly update, I have three main points I want to talk about. So the first one is that quite frankly, I've been feeling pretty burnt out. And, you know, like, these things are bound to happen every so often. Like, it's almost periodic. I have a phase in my life where I'm just, like, 
done like that <laughs> but uh i say that i'm burnt out because i've just been really physically exhausted um there's been a lot going on in my life a lot of meetings and like studying and blah 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 so i've been going to bed a little bit later on some nights which leads me to be physically exhausted the next day and just like feel like i'm gonna collapse and like i need a nap and just uh, kind of bad <laughs> and also i've just been really sleepy you know like just having my eyes like drooping on my way to school you know like it's pretty bad <laughs> and it's not like i've been getting like two hours of sleep i'm used to getting eight hours of sleep every night and like two nights this week i got seven you know like it's still really good but my body has gotten used to eight hours so I, if i ever get anything less like it shows and i get like kind of cranky <laughs> and i just can't perform as well also in my school in 11th grade we have classes on saturday for five hours because we prepare for an exam that's called ICFES, which is like the Colombian version of the SAT. So we need to go to school six days a week in order to prepare for that. And you can imagine like how much, like it's more pressure, it's more time, it's more energy and blah, blah, blah. So it leaves you feeling really drained. And yeah, like it kind of sucks. I mean, it's cool because I get to see physics and statistics, which I really love. But there's also chemistry, which I'm not that big a fan of. And critical reading, which is <laughs> struggling. No, a struggle <laughs> to say the least. And I feel like you can really tell that like when I'm kind of imbalanced, when I've been slacking off my self-care. So for instance, there were a couple of nights this week where I didn't journal and read and do like my whole winding down routine because I was just so packed and I was already like an hour late for bed without doing that routine. So I was just like, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, it's been pretty chaotic and I hope that, you know, in the upcoming weeks, I can manage all of that chaos like in a good way with also taking care of myself and such because it's definitely important the next aspect was like a hardship i had to face so basically ever since i was little i always dreamt of being a part of some form of like the student government and you know i feel like i had a really good profile to do so you know like good grades get along gets along with the teachers and everything i it's just always something i've aspired to and for so many reasons like i had never been able to do so in the past you know like when i um you know like offered to be part of it you know people like wouldn't vote for me or you know for instance like last year i couldn't run because i wanted to do so this year and there was a position i was super excited for and it's called directive council it's basically a student from the last year of school that meets with like important figures like you know the heads of different subjects the principal parents you know like a bunch of important people with a lot of power in the school and you make decisions you make calls and you know with that committee resides like a lot of the power and like important things and it's a great symbol of like responsibility and as i said i felt like i fit the pro the perfect profile for that and you know it would be like a really great addition to have like on my college applications and it was just the perfect way for me to culminate like my high school experience by you know like leaving like in the best way possible because i have done a lot of things but this was like the ultimate like big thing i wanted to achieve so i would kind of like leave in honor you know and i lost by many votes so it was kind of sad for me it was really sad it was like a blow on my self-esteem because you know it was like wow like my peers don't even trust me i'm not good enough like if i can't even do this then how am i gonna get into a good university i'm not good at working with teams i'm not good at advocating i'm not good at juggling a lot of different responsibilities i'm not good at defending other people's interests and i just i really took it to heart and i feel like 
I wouldn't believe somebody if they tell me not to take it to heart because if I didn't win, it's because I don't sufficiently represent all of these values, which I thought I had. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty tough for me to like cope with that. But like the girl who like the candidate who did pass is one of my closest friends. So obviously I'm like excited for her and I admire her and I get why she won. Um, so like, yeah, it's just, I think we can all understand like how tricky it is because it was something that I've been looking forward to. And it's kind of like, you know, this was the last opportunity. I'm never going to be able to be part of a high school, like, student council again. You know, like, it's over. <laughs> I, like, failed at the last opportunity I had. But everything happens for a reason. And, you know, like, I've been overwhelmed and blah, blah, blah. Destiny has other plans for me. You know, what I always think about in these types of situations is if there's a student shooting, well, I mean, I don't live in the States. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not say that. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. Or, or like a terrorist attack on the meeting, you know, like, and I'm not there, you know, like, I know that's a really extreme case and it's never happened in my school, but like, I don't know. That's just what I tell myself whenever I lose. But, you know, like, <sighs> you know, just a pat on the back. I did well. It's okay. It's okay. And the last thing for this life update is that i have got a really important celebration coming up i've mentioned before a couple of times that 11th grade in my school is super special because like we're the stars we're the princesses and there are a bunch of special events for us and one of them i don't know exactly how to translate it but let's call it the pin ceremony so basically there's a pin with like the logo of school and it's really nice it's like in silver and you know the school gives it to like each of the students in 11th grade and it's a really beautiful beautiful ceremony with like a mass and there's an anthem for like the school symbol and you know we sing like the song that we wrote as a generation and it's like really symbolic it represents that we've like culminated our trajectory in school and that we're leaving to the world representing all the values of the company of mary which is like the company of schools that i study in and it's always been something like like you did it you know and it's like really special and we've got that next friday so um when you're listening to this it's gonna already have happened but i'm super excited for that you know i've been practicing the anthem you know like learning the parts of the like school symbol and what they represent the values of the school the history of the event studying like what the pin is gonna look like like i'm really enthusiastic you know and i invited my dad which lives in mexico and he's coming for it and you know my mom and like we purchased the service to get fancy pictures taken and you know like i'm thinking about you know like ironing my uniform and you know like putting on a little bit of makeup how i'm gonna do my hair putting in a nice little headband like those are all the special details about being in 11th grade in my school. And you know, this is a really big event. It's not the first one, because the first one was obviously the first day, duh. But it's like one of the first important events. So I'm really excited and I feel like I'm proud of myself in the way I'm preparing for it, you know? I feel like I'm not getting into the perfectionist all or nothing mindset where it's like you know avoiding all responsibility completely which is what i'm scared of doing in the college application process and we'll talk about that in this episode but i feel like i'm confronting it like in the best way possible you know like doing everything i can so that's like made me really happy because i've just been responding to it in a really good way so i'm super excited and i'm thrilled Okay. 
Okay, everybody. So as you can tell from the title of this episode, I am just going to be sharing like my existential crisis with you guys. I feel like a lot has been going through my mind lately about like my future and what I'm going to do with my life. And I think this is the case with so many teenagers all around the world. So I wanted to make this episode for all of you guys to feel seen and heard and just listen to a story that can be pretty similar to yours and feel kind of comforted by the fact that you're not the only one and hopefully you can resonate or relate with some of the things that I'm going to say today. And yeah, just feel like there's somebody going through the same thing as you feel like, yes, you know, she put it into words. That's exactly what I'm feeling because I know that really helps me when I'm listening to other episodes in podcasts. And, you know, I feel like somebody's going through the same thing as me. It's just, it's really helpful. So <laughs> I hope that has this effect on you. And in my personal life, I've just been thinking a lot about universities I'm interested in and potential career paths and my ideal life. So that's basically going to be the structure of this episode. We're going to dive into each one of those categories. And it's been really interesting for me because I feel like I've been looking a lot around me and, you know, like the girls in my school, like in my class and everything, like how clear of a vision they've got versus myself. And I know comparison like isn't good and all of that stuff. But for me, I feel like it's been really, I don't know if I want to say useful, but it's been like a part of my life basically to just talk about the, these types of things with other people and like see what my friends are thinking and you know talk about these things and just all of us being really in the same boat and so I feel like there's some people around me who have it really really clear you know they know which like made what they're going to major in which university what they're going to do after they gra they graduate when they're going to do like their volunteer work where they want to live you know they know like exactly which city you know they've got like super specific goals and then there's people like me which are very lost and confused and overwhelmed and stressed <laughs> and i feel like that's totally normal and that's totally okay and that's what we're going to try and establish today but I also feel like it's been really beautiful to see those around me kind of pull things together. You know, some of my friends which have already decided what they're going to major in. And it's been really beautiful for me, like in those moments where they tell me what they're going to study. And I'm just like, not I knew it, but like, that's perfect. You know, it fits you perfectly. It's what deep down we all knew and especially what you knew deep down that you were going to end up studying. And like, I'm so glad you reached that decision. I don't know. I feel like it's very like heartwarming and satisfying when you see people around you like decide the thing that's perfect for their personality which deep down you always knew they would do because in my case it's like inspiring because it gives me a glimmer of hope that that will happen to me as well for instance i have a friend who's very like very much an advocate loves like politics and is super woke and you know just like involved in all of that like atmosphere and she's got like a really critical view and she said she wanted to study international relations and i think that's a perfect fit for her and i was so excited for her and i feel like i hope i can feel like that about what i end up choosing so in this journey which i feel like is so beautiful because you get it you may get it a couple of times in your life, but at least this is the first one. And I think it's probably like, you know, a very big moment for many people of like navigating careers and universities and everything. I like feel like what I've been using to cope with this and to take my first steps is seeking help with teachers and a psychologist. So teachers in my school of like subjects I really care about. So I've been talking with my maths teachers from the past couple of years 
and my physics teacher and just, you know, asking for their input, you know, what their suggestions, recommendations, advice, and really listening and, you know, like putting that together with what I've been thinking. And also my psychologist, you know, with whom I talk about like personal things and everything, but specifically in this time of my life, I would love guidance about like my future. So she's going to be helping me with that and kind of like talking through it with me. So I feel like I have a support system and I'm so thankful for that. I know it's definitely a privilege to say that, but you know, I've been talking a lot with my mom and with my close friends and just exchanging viewpoints and trying to be receptive, you know, hearing what they think about me, what they think would be a good fit for me and just their experiences. And I feel like it's so nice to be wrapped up in this and kind of like surrounded by this topic because even though I may not admit it, it's an exciting time. It can be stressful, yes, but it's so beautiful and exciting and I feel like, I don't know, it's just it's that time, you know, it's, it's time, you know, <laughs> like we've made it and it's time to start thinking about these things. So I got to say, I'm looking forward to it. So let's just dive right in with something that has been stressing me out a lot. And it's still the dilemma with career paths. I would love to make a specific episode in the future, maybe when I've researched a little bit more or narrowed down my options and just really take a big, like thorough look at what I end up with in my, like on my plate. But for now, you are going to see how broad of like, a set of options I have at the moment. <laughs> so let's break it down through categories. The first one is very numerical. It's maths and it's physics. Like five years ago, I had a numerical awakening. <laughs> I feel like I really clicked with maths and ever since I've been so passionate about it. I love math homework i love like for me one of my favorite activities is taking a maths and physics exam i just love sitting there and evaluating myself and feeling like just it makes me feel really radiant when i get like the good results and when i'm working at it and when i'm thinking about these types of problems because i feel like in my school career what i one of the things i enjoy the most is problem solving like these types of mathematical physical logical problems thinking about them working them out you know like that calculator in hand you know that pencil like erasing it's just it's really exciting for me and i'm going to introduce a concept that we're going to be like listening to a lot in this episode and that is like misinformation or just not being well informed enough because i'm asking myself is that what engineering really looks like if i'm an engineer will i be sitting at a desk all day solving problems because that seems really fun to me like i would love that i think that's my paradise but i'm not exactly sure and i feel like so many people don't know what engineers actually do even people who are studying engineering themselves but i mean actually i googled this the other day and i got an answer i really liked so let me read it to you guys Okay, so I literally googled, like, I was looking at physical engineering, and I got this, like, option that says, what does an engineer do? And it's from Career Explorer, and it says, most of what engineers do on a daily basis can fall into four categories, communicating, problem solving, analyzing, and planning. Depending on an engineer's industry and role, their day will typically consist of a various mix of these functions. And that was really exciting for me to read because I love all of those things. Communication is really fun for me. That's why I have a podcast. <laughs> I love analyzing and like that critical thinking side of things. I am a sucker for planning. You know, I take my planner with me everywhere I go. I love making to-do lists, you know, using a calendar. I think that's really fun. And we've discussed how much I love problem solving, whether it be a problem on paper that I need to resolve with calculations or just like between people. So if that's what engineering 
Lee looks like I feel like it could be a pretty good fit for me. The next sphere I have considered is much more like on the route of human rights and everything like that. <laughs> and this stemmed from my journey with the United Nations, uh, with Model United Nations specifically because I've been participating for like the past couple of years and it has changed my life without a doubt. And I started to consider this because, you know, people started telling it to me and suggesting it. So here's the deal with it. I feel like working with the UN would be incredibly fulfilling, like conscious wise, because you're doing so many good things for the world that I feel like are really like tangible and you can see their effect like on a day to day basis. And I don't know, I feel like that would be really beautiful and gratifying. And I mean, I feel like every job on the planet should have the purpose to like provide a benefit and i feel like most of them do but i don't know i feel like this one is so much more clear because like we all know that it's literally like a foundation based to help other people and to like improve peace that benefits everybody so like yeah and like i don't know i don't know if it will get like boring for me and i don't know like that probably sounds really random but <laughs> i feel like um from what i've researched you know there's a lot of like writing reports and i mean i love the un but you know like there's a lot of debate of like sometimes them not doing things you know like you know like <laughs> um like i've read a lot about just like writing reports and i don't know if that's like what i want to do i mean like going on missions and like helping people like i feel like that would be really awesome but I don't know, I feel like the UN has so many different jobs you can work in and I feel like some, like, you really have to pick and choose properly because I feel like some, you know, like, really aren't, you know, like, um, you know, like, <laughs> that appealing. So I feel like that is kind of tricky and I feel like I definitely have a perk in the sense and it's languages because I speak three languages and I probably would need to learn more but I mean like already knowing three is like a good first step so I feel like that's something good and I know that languages will come in useful at any point in life but I feel like you know they would be particularly useful in a job like this I feel like if I did end up on this path it would definitely be very like soul for full soul for full circle with my story because I feel like I grew up traveling a lot and just like being a global citizen and if I end up choosing this career path I would be a global citizen you know like I feel like that would be pretty cool and again, I'm attracted to all of this because I love diplomacy. I feel like that's really cool. And I don't know, I, I've, I've just been drawn to it. And I feel like, again, it makes a very direct impact on the world. I'm also such a big fan of public speaking, you know, that's why I have a podcast as well. <laughs> and, you know, just like talking and interacting with people, I feel like is so powerful and it 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 connects with my soul however cheesy that may sound i also love debating and you know like building arguments you know studying treaties all of those things you know articles like i think that is really fun for me and again this is also this is something else that involves problem solving but from a different perspective you know it's much more like humanitarian and i feel like it's really interesting to see that they're like the main two um like spheres i've talked about which are very seemingly different both involve like problem solving and again i feel like every job should solve problems dude you know what i love about you know like being at home <laughs> like my mom will just randomly walk in and give me treats <laughs> and so she just made me like a brownie but it's like melted on the inside like wow like 
like wow i mean you know this this doesn't happen when you're out and about so yeah i love my mom <laughs> oh dude i just realized that i totally missed a couple of points from like my conversation about like engineering and maths and physics and all of that so we're just gonna go back to that um yeah so we, we talked about like what engineering actually looks like but i feel like a big point here is not wanting to feel incapable for the rest of my life because i feel like i can sometimes struggle with physics and i can make not necessarily like mistakes that are related to concepts and my understanding of them but more so just careless errors i make so many careless errors like you know with equations i like put a sign wrong and stuff like that and you know that like costs you know like <laughs> i don't want like my rocket to fall down just because i made a careless error you know like that really frightens me and i don't want to feel because a lot of the time i feel like incapable and like you know like yeah just struggling with that and like self-worth and everything and i don't want to live the rest of my life like that however i feel like if i do achieve this you know if i do like make it in this world that would be like really 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 gratifying and yeah you know like just truly questioning like will this make make me happy even in the example i stated of like sitting at a desk all day and answering questions like resolving like problems and stuff like will that actually make me happy like i can enjoy it a lot right now but maybe that's just because like in comparison to all the other activities i do you know like who's to say whether or not i'll like that for the rest of my life and whether it'll actually fulfill me I feel like throughout, you know, this conversation, we've built a couple of constructs and I feel like, you know, to recap, I feel like having a job that fulfills you is really important. Something else that I feel is important is a job that is making a positive impact on the world and also a job that's solving a problem in the world. I feel like those are things that are important. Another sphere that I've considered is everything with like social science and the way I discovered this is just because ever since I was little I've really loved like analyzing things in my surroundings and just like people's behaviors and trying to predict how people are gonna act and stuff like that and I sort of realized this had like a name thanks to the SAT reading passages that are like social science. I love the experiments they talk about on there and like the studies that those types of essays talk, not essays, but like texts talk about. I just feel like this is a topic that has always been really fun for me to explore and it's something that has genuinely intrigued me. So yeah, you know, I just, I feel like when you hear the word experiment, this is probably the type of experiment that excites me the most. I feel like it would be so fun to like be in a lab all day testing out experiments of like human behavior. I feel like that is really fun and not like by hurting people, just like, you know, like there was this article like in the SAT about like, you know, with like political problematics, right? And you got like people from extreme right and extreme left and they were really firm in their opinion and then they had to like explain it and in explaining it they realized that they didn't understand it that well and then re seeing if like that impacted their opinion or you know if it didn't you know like stuff like that i feel like that is fascinating honestly but honestly i haven't like looked too much into this you know like i don't know yeah i feel like i've definitely learned much more about the other two than this and it's i don't know like maybe this can just be an interest i have for the rest of my life and i can like read about it and learn about it but not necessarily dedicate myself to it i don't know and then the last like ambit <laughs> that i'm interested in is hotel management which is what my dad does if you want to learn more about that then you can listen to the episode of the of the interview that i did with him that's called a look behind the hotel doors 
and i feel like the advantage with this is that i have so many like resources at my fingertips like he can give me like his full-on testimony and his experience in this so i can learn so much about this option from him and something that's really appealing about this career path is the ability to travel and we're gonna like get more into that later but as you guys may have heard like i really want to try and like continue traveling with my job and make sure that it takes me different places and the hotel industry is like one of the best ways to do that i also feel affinity towards this because i love leading teams for instance with my journey as secretary general in model united nations one of my favorite parts about it has been like delegating tasks you know organizing planning distributing things like just planning and organizing an event i feel like is so fun and you get a lot of that in a hotel because if you're like the gm then you have to lead an entire team and there are also like weddings and parties that you need to plan but at the same time i feel like i don't want to undermine like any job but i feel like you can make like for instance in the world of physics you can make a groundbreaking discovery and like go down in history you know but i don't really know if it works the same way in the hotel industry like i don't know i mean maybe you could maybe you could write like a really revolutionary book about like leading a team so i'm actually gonna take that back i feel like you can make an impact in any field as long as you're like good enough like <laughs> it really comes down to that so i retract what i said because you know you can transform the world wherever you are as long as you like care enough <laughs> so yeah i just i feel like i really want to make history i want to like be known for something and be recognized I don't know if it's just like a self-validation thing where I feel like I need it to be done externally, but I think that, yeah, you know, it would just be really awesome to feel like I'm important and relevant and like I've actually contributed even my little grain of salt into like human development. And then I've also really been questioning in this aspect, like, am I, like, will I be able to become a good leader? I feel like I've learned a lot about being a leader in, you know, my years of age and stuff, but there's so much more for me to go and I can be very rigid and closed-minded sometimes, and I feel like that's not good in a leader. So I am really just wondering, like, can I be a good fit for this? Can I get to the point where I am a good fit? Not necessarily, like, in a fixed mindset, because I know that I can develop the skills, but it's just really, like, questioning how that would be. And I don't want to, like, get to a top position and be a bad leader and have that, like, cost the, like, have that at the expense of the rest of the team, you know? So, yeah, those are, like, the four main areas that I am currently, like, excited about. But now that we're talking about like this whole dilemma, I recently had a conversation with my mom, which was pretty rough, but that was important for me. And one of my favorite questions to ask like friends, teachers, family and everything is what do you see me studying? What do you see me doing for a living? And I just love hearing what other people have to say. And I feel like it's a really good indicator because based on how you feel with that response, that can be like a light, you know, like if you feel excited by what they say, then it's probably like, oh, you know, maybe you should look more into this. But if you feel bored, then, you know, it's like, I feel like it's a really good in indicator because it kind of get catches you off guard because it's not you sitting down and thinking about something but just hearing something and having like a really natural response and so i asked my mom and when she like couldn't tell me when she was like i don't know honestly i got upset and then she told me like you're delegating this responsibility like you're putting all of this into other people's hands instead of doing the work yourself and she didn't exactly say it like that but i feel like her response she, she, she wasn't mean, you guys, she wasn't mean. I feel like her response, in addition to, like, my personal, like, reflection and just, like, 
you know, analysis led me to this conclusion that I'm kind of trying to avoid the responsibility and just like, like instead of doing the work, you know, and doing the research, the investigation, you know, looking inward, I'm just trying to like let other people tell me. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of value in what those close to you can say about you. But I feel like with something like this, like you hold the answer inside of you. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I already have the inside of me deep, the answer inside of me deep deep down it's just a matter of like digging it out (laughs) and so like yeah i feel like i've just been really keen to like throw that onto other people but i need to like think about it myself so in part this is why like talking about this and this episode is helpful for me okay so now let's transition into talking about what my dream life looks like and to begin i want to share an essay that i wrote for spanish class where we like the prompt was when i grow up i want to be dot 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 and we answered like a series of questions beforehand as like an exercise of introspection to kind of like clarify a couple of things of our past or present and our future and based on the reflection we did with that we wrote this essay so listen this is gonna be an experience of adrenaline because it's written in spanish and i did not translate it beforehand i'm gonna read it and translate it as i go because i feel like this really like to an outsider can explain like my identity and where I've been and where I want to go. So I feel like it was perfect to include for this. So let's dive right in. She always wants to project herself outwards. She wants to be seen, to be felt. When she was little, she navigated the world on her own. She was reserved for herself, observing and wrapping herself in her surroundings with the only goal of understanding where she was standing. She gave a response to the stress, creating routines to feel some, some sort of control over the mess she was in. She sat down quietly on the bus, absorbing everything she saw. She did her rituals every single afternoon, and her stability, to, certain, to a certain extent, depended on that. Now, she has expanded. She gives response to those uncertainties to, in a different way. Her little girl inside was full of fear when she decided to take those first few steps outwards. Suddenly, she's submerged herself in the agitation that makes her feel alive, fulfilled, and useful. She started to get pumped for any and every initiative. She took risks and experimented to feel some sort of purpose. She started to fall in love with that vision that everybody else around her had of her. And she was filled with pride to lead a life so busy that allowed her to learn so much. She started building that image that for her was authentic and interesting, and that meant everything. She started loosening up as she grew up and learned to live and bear with the uncertainty. Said routines were no longer the base of her identity. It was the life that she had now built for herself. The life that she decided to take the most out of, even if there was certain resentment in her home of being where they currently were. She deeply desired people to remember her, to take her into consideration, to know about her. She wanted to stand out, but not in the way other people looked to do so. She didn't make dramas or yell to gain attention, but she subtly wanted to be noticed. Then came the moment to project herself towards the future. Her first and most important goal, feel good enough. She wanted to feel able to stand out, to impact. She expected to fill some of her voids on the inside with her achievements. 
She wishes that, in any of those varied interests that she has already explored exhaustively, that she can contribute. She wants to produce a long-lasting impact. She desires that that can allow her to go to sleep every night in peace. She recognizes that, in the midst of everything, that agitation is her identity. She never wants to be bored. She wants to have a house that can host, a house that is welcoming, a place to form memories with those she loves. She's always going to want to challenge herself. That makes her feel fulfilled. She wants to learn, feel like she belongs on this planet and like she's standing where she deserves to be. She wants to be in the know. She wants to be informed. She's made peace with that little girl on the inside. Now she doesn't crumble if she doesn't have everything under control. And she's learned to live in balance with her habits and leaving the room for spontaneity. She's looking to give an answer to that that lives inside of her ever since she was little. To belong to this world. So yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. It was really fun for me to write it. And I wanted to share it with you guys because I feel like it's just worded in a very like accurate way. So let's start like you know, saying specific things that I want for my dream life. So first of all, I want to be able to live in different places. I feel like my identity growing up and moving all over the world shaped in great part the person I am. And I don't want that to just be something from when I was little. You know, I want to resume that journey. And eventually, like, if I have kids, then I want them to experience that as well i feel like it's so enriching and it was so eye-opening for me i'm so immensely grateful it contributed to my personality so much so i feel like that story hasn't ended yet <laughs> and i know that so many people around me know exactly where they want to live and i don't have like a dream city per se but i do think and i do feel that i would love to live in europe after i graduate possibly in france or in spain i love barcelona or in sweden i feel like europe in general would just be so cool i love the vibes i feel like it would be a good place to start not settling down because we know that i want to keep moving but it would be a good place for me to live like the next cycle of my life or like the next bigger chapter you know so this has led me to question like which of the jobs and careers that i mentioned would allow me to move every couple of years you know and obviously i won't make the decision solely based on that but you know combining like my interests with the possibility to keep moving around i would love to get married and have three kids i feel like the dynamic between three kids is so interesting i have one sister and i get along with her so well and as you could hear like from that essay i love feeling like there are things going on all the time so i feel like if there were three more kids no not three more kids but if there were three kids you know i feel like it would be like that chaotic energy in the good way and there would always be something happening something going on something to keep me entertained and i love the idea of like my kids you know as siblings knowing that if they get tired or angry at one of them they can turn to the other one i feel like it can create a really fun bond and i want to become really passionate about my job but not let it consume me you know i want to feel like fully interested and invested in that but not have you know have time to like spend time with my family and do other things you know i don't want it to become my everything i want to have a really packed life i want to constantly take classes in whatever that may be you know academic or creative i want to continue like exercising my knowledge because i feel like at this age it's so normal to be in classes and courses and blah 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 but i feel like in the older people around me i don't see 
that that much but i still want to continue like signing up for things and just having places to go i want to have a lot of friends and like family friends that my kids grow up next to i want to be the host family and like the host house for my kids you know just always have like their kids come over you know be like that central place and you know be like the mom that's part of the group you know always like taking kids places and you know just you know like being one of them and letting them know that they can count on me i would love to regularly have weekend trips to wherever it is i may live i know that every part and every corner of the world has so much to explore so i really want to get to know the place i live in and you know just really like see everything there is to see and i just want to be able to have like spontaneous plans I don't want to wait to the weekend to live my life. You know, I want to be able to go to the movies on a Tuesday just because. I want to be able to grab dinner without the need to celebrate a specific occasion. I want to be able to go on like random night drives and make my life fun and interesting and cool. Just make it really spontaneous, you know? I don't want to postpone all the fun for the weekend. I think you can have fun every single day and just continue stepping out of my comfort zone and doing new interesting things so that the spark in my life, the spark with myself, never dies because that's really delicate and if you don't pay attention to it it can easily slip so i feel like i really want to invest energy into doing fun spontaneous things and never losing like that thirst for life hopefully i can like re-listen to this when i'm like a grown woman and make sure that i don't forget these values because right now i feel like it's so clear to me it's so clear to me how important these things are and i wouldn't want to like ignore them for anything you know and lastly i would just want to have like a really sick house you know like amazing architecture i have a couple of friends that want to study architecture so they will be designing it for me i just want it to be like super cool and i want to enjoy decorating a lot my mom is super passionate about decorating and she's made this house like absolutely gorgeous and even though my style isn't exactly like hers i just want to you know have that outlook on life that's like constantly me getting knickknacks for my house you know like improving it and just tweaking things so that i feel happy to go there every single day you know i just want my space to feel like my space and just be really cool you know have like people in my life think her house is so cool you know it's so awesome i love spending time there it feels so good like the vibes are so nice but it's just so pretty as well i feel like that is just the image i've crafted for what i want to be when i grow up and it can be somewhat abstract because i've maybe thought about things that like aren't that important like you know i can't tell you what i want to study but i can tell you all of these random little details but it's just things that i know from my experience up to the moment that i really value and that i want to make sure i have as i grow up so even though it's not like a five-year plan that's in super detail i value it and i feel like these things that i have really clear are somewhat attainable and you know it's not like if one of them doesn't happen i'm gonna like fall down you know it's like i feel like they're pretty realistic at least some of them and you know like it's okay i feel like i love having rigid plans in many aspects of my life but in this case it's not that good to have such a rigid plan because there are so many factors outside of your control so yeah i guess that's it you guys this tea is so delicious i am a huge fan so now we are going to be talking about the universities which i feel like is a really intriguing aspect so there's this university here in my city which i think is so cool i think it's like super nice it's in a part of the city which i really love the weather in that place is so beautiful yeah weather can be beautiful like it's really cool and you know i love the facilities i love the teachers and you know i feel like a lot of people that i like 
like that are cool <laughs> uh go there so i feel like that university here which is called a yeah it, it feels like a good fit and i feel like i've had a lot of contact with it you know i've engaged with many of the events and professors and students and everything so it feels like it feels almost like home however i am considering studying in france and the u.s because i feel like things await for me beyond and that sounds like so cheesy i know like shoot me now i sound so annoying but hear me out i hope that you know with the construct that i've like built even though that's redundant like throughout this episode you can kind of like gain this vision of me but i feel like living here in medellin colombia was a chapter in my story I feel like, as I said, you know, I started my life traveling around the world and that's how I want to continue doing it. I think that the most comfortable option for me would be to stay, you know, because like I have these universities and my reach, my odds of getting in are like pretty good because of my school and my grades and like my history and everything. And it would be easy for me to stay like it would be convenient and i know that's like such a privileged thing to say for me to be like yeah i've got it all figured out here but i'm not gonna take it i know i'm aware of that and i'm consciously taking a decision to go through the hard path so yeah inevitably like i'm pretty stressed i feel like i i guess there's no better way to say it than things are waiting for me beyond i feel like I hope at least that I came to this planet to do big things and I feel like the world is my oyster. I want to explore and do as much as I can in other places and I feel like I have had so much contact with the city I live in. I have explored so much of what it has to offer and I feel like now it's time, like the time is approaching for me to go away and explore the things that other places have for me to offer, you know? I... I feel like it's what I need to do, you know, something inside of me is telling that those are the steps I need to follow. And when I started taking this decision of going internationally, I was simply excited by the thought of leaving. And I don't know what happened, but now I've kind of like ruined that for myself. No, I haven't ruined it, but I've put so much pressure on it because now I don't know, like I'm convinced that I need to go to a super prestigious university that, you know, if I tell people here which university I'm going to, they automatically know which one it is because it's so well known, you know, and that's a lot of pressure to put up on yourself. Like I know there are so many good universities, incredible universities that maybe people here don't know of and that doesn't mean they're not good you know like i'm very much placing this validation on what other people are gonna think and not what i want which is so messed up <laughs> it's ridiculous and yeah you know like obviously i'm aspiring for like the very best but it's okay if i don't get in you know like it's totally fine and sure like the university you go to will open many doors for you but at the end of the day you need to be the type of person that can make the best of any circumstances so if you're not going into the best 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 college but you're going to a college in which you seize all the opportunities like you can get just as far as a person who got into a really well-known school you know like i feel like it doesn't depend so much on the institution it does but it also depends on the person you are and how you grasp what you're given so i just really like what i aspire for in my university process is to get the most out of it i can say without the shadow of a doubt that i made the most out of my high school experience and that i signed up to 
anything and everything that came across my way and experimented in every sense possible so i want to continue with that in university because university offers so many other options and so much more freedom so i really want to make sure that i exploit that as well i want to make lifelong friends i feel like i already have lifelong friends here in my hometown but you know i feel like university is a crucial like period in your life and so many adults now like have some of their closest friends from college so i really want to make sure that i do that as well i feel like you create such a special bond with the people you go to college with so i definitely like want to be a part of that and just make my crowd you know listen to the episode i made <laughs> on that i also want to be involved in a bunch of clubs as i've done with school you know having other things that motivate me which aren't just academic i want to have the opportunity to experience internships because those are really common in other parts of the world and here in colombia like not at all and i've always wanted to participate in some sort in some type uh, some type of internship <laughs> so hopefully i am provided with the opportunity and speaking of opportunities just really on a global scale having opportunities having doors open having options you know like having lights along the way just you know i as i said i'm expecting grand things for myself so i hope that college really allows me to walk down that path and i'm feeling so inspired as i talk about this like i really dream with all of those things and it's an ideal scenario and the best part is like all of those things aren't that hard to achieve it's not just in an ivy that i'm gonna achieve those things okay like <laughs> and you know this is a really stressful topic for me because as i said i want to go to the best universities so that people like respect me you know but i feel like at the end of the day i'm gonna end up where i need to end up okay destiny has it all figured out listen to my episode on my theory of the human existence <laughs> destiny like will put me where i need to be and that is so calming you know even if it's a university that right now i haven't even heard of like i'll end up in the place that i need to be in order to create the story that was meant for me and i think you know like that's okay that's okay obviously it would be amazing to go like in, to an ivy league or something like that but there are so many other schools that can provide like just and just as an awesome like i don't know vibe <laughs> and i can create memories there and i can get a quality education and get good jobs like it's possible it's possible you know like and even like if i don't get the best school in undergrad like grad school is another option you know like it's not the end of the world, yeah, it's not the end of the world, I know, I like don't believe this, but I just need to tell it to myself, it's not the end of the world. Overall, I am just super stressed about the whole process, especially the SAT that has made me question like my entire self-worth countless times, but you know, we're getting there. A lot of schools are announcing they're going test optional this year, so I feel like that eases the pressure a bit, so I can like take it and send it to different schools depending on my score, um, but yeah, like I feel like that's literally a miracle like getting to pick and choose in that way is a miracle honestly hopefully it doesn't get canceled again because the last time i signed up for it it got canceled and i never got refunded so that was very traumatic but you know we're just moving forward you know conquering like these fears and i know that the sat is just one portion of my life and in the future i probably won't even remember it and i'm gonna do super well so i'm not gonna need to be traumatized by that or anything <laughs> i also am pending to sign up to french classes to make sure that i like really 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 can manage it super well and have like excellent spelling so that i can write the essays to apply and everything and if i do end up studying there to like have the perfect level to be able to take the classes in french so you know that's like a little pending thing i have on my list 
and I'll just end up where I need to be. And that's okay, you know, I need to stop putting so much pressure on myself and I need to stop looking around me so much, you know, like I've got really talented friends that are achieving amazing things and I'll probably achieve things that are just as amazing as them. But I need to trust myself and keep my eyes on my own journey, you know, inspire myself by those around me, but never get intimidated or feel insecure, like that's not going to help me, you know, like this experience, like you only get to live it once, so don't mess it up for yourself there, okay, have faith in yourself, you got this, you got this, and you know, if you need encouragement, then, you know, like encourage yourself and ask those you love to encourage you as well, you know, like you got this, you got this. It's just like nobody has their head over my shoulder. Nobody's telling me, you know, like you need to get into a top school. Like nobody's telling me that, you know, my parents are already proud of me and they're satisfied with what I do. My friends already know how much I'm worth. It's just like me putting all of this unrealistic pressure on myself. And it's really unfair, you know, like I, out of all people, should be the one that believes in myself the most and that is the most gentle to myself, you know? So it's kind of sad, but the good thing is like, nobody's forcing me you know like and that takes a great amount of pressure off okay so that just hang in there here's a little hug you know little pat on the back you know you got this and also for you and if you're listening then you're probably struggling with the same things so just i believe in you okay in case nobody has told you i believe in you and you're gonna get through this you know the college admission process is just like a couple of months so you're gonna get through it and you're gonna end up where you need to be and you're gonna be an amazing person and when you're rich and successful you're probably not gonna remember the feeling you got when you got rejected to harvard okay <laughs> so let's kind of wrap things up shall we um with this episode i wanted to verbally untangle the mess inside of my head you could probably tell that i'm very overwhelmed and stressed and concerned so i just wanted to speak everything you know get it off my chest try and understand myself a little bit better tell my things tell myself the things i needed to hear but hopefully this was enjoyable for you guys as well i have a feeling it was <laughs> and i just wanted to say that it's totally normal to not know what you want to do it's like the standard isn't being born with total clarity the standard is the complete opposite and the few people who know what they want to do from a young age are like rare so you shouldn't expect yourself to be those situations and in this process of like navigating what you want to do with your life i think that some helpful questions in my case even though i haven't made the decision have been thinking about what the day-to-day -day lives would look like if you pursue a certain career and how that makes you feel and honestly just what gets you going what makes you buzz in the situation you're current in, in your current age you know what are you excited about and what are you passionate about what do you look forward to doing what classes do you enjoy or what activities do you enjoy i feel like those are really valid indicators also your dream life shouldn't be a box you know you're gonna be very disappointed people who have like these super detailed five-year plans never are able to fall through with them because life is so unpredictable and unexpected and we cannot control that so don't like put an extra burden on yourself and i think it's really important to be flexible with it it's so important to dream and have aspirations but make sure you don't limit yourself because oftentimes life will surprise us in the best way possible and it'll lead us through a path we didn't necessarily expect but that in retrospect we realize was the most important one and the best one for us and it can be really hard to like deal with that and kind of like make peace with that fact but this is just a little reminder of it and honestly you just need to research and 
ask questions i feel like a lot of what i'm concerned about is due to like poor research so you know get online google the questions because many other people have had them before browse universities browse course catalogs learn as much as you can because this is a really big decision and i know that in my case the deepest wish i have is to do it with what feels right with me you know do it like take all the boxes and follow all the steps you know like not skip the investigation process and make sure that when i'm doing it i'm doing it with passion love dedication and that i'm happy to be doing it the college application process is stressful without a doubt but again you'll end up where you'll need to be destiny has all the answers and it can seem really confusing and overwhelming right now but in one moment it will all make sense and you'll understand why all the pieces of the puzzle were shaped like that because you'll see how they fit together that was beautiful i cannot believe i just said that <laughs> time for the weekly favorites this week i bring to you hair care a playlist and a habit uh are you surprised that i did not mention a podcast no we are not because it's currently like as i'm recording this it's like february 19th and i'm listening to the podcasts of january 26th so i'm like really behind but it's okay it's okay we're getting there <laughs> not really but anyways um so first hair care listen you guys this is called destiny the other night i was on my phone before i was gonna go to bed and i saw a reel by an influencer that i really love and she does like super cool like hairstyle tutorials and she did a hair care one and it was like how to wake up with soft shiny hair in the morning and i was like hell yeah so i watched it and she put in like hair cream and a little bit of oil in it like i don't know some fancy type of oil and i was like ah oh, i'm gonna try that and that night i didn't have oil but i did have hair cream like the usual one i use and i just put it on like after i shower but i did it that night and the next day my hair was super soft i was literally touching it all day because it was so soft and i don't know if this happens with you guys but sometimes like when i try something different that first time it makes a huge impact but then it's like if my hair gets used to it and when i do it after it's not so wow <laughs> so yeah you guys i just melted you know how like earlier i said that my mom brought me like a little chocolate dessert well it is night now and she brought me like full-on dinner it's like a beautiful like sandwich that she did like ah the bread looks so good like i don't know what she did to it she like you know it's like toasty and she brought me like a coke and a little like chocolate dessert it's so cute so i'm gonna eat that up when i finish recording but anyways as for my hair care like i've been experimenting with different things because my mom found like argan oil that she had for hair so i tried that one night with like the hair cream but my hair was greasy the other day like it was crusty and i was like uh, i don't think this is gonna work so i'm not doing the oil thing anymore but i am doing the cream thing and i'm gonna get like a frizz product at some point so like a serum so hopefully like i can incorporate that in my night care routine and i hope like it you know helps you guys i shaved my legs today and i hadn't shaved them in <laughs> too long and they are so smooth that's my favorite part about shaving next the playlist is a playlist i created myself and it's called animo 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 which is spanish but it's basically like a way to like encourage people and it was a really like hilarious song that was on tiktok a couple of months ago so this is the playlist that i have for this year and it's basically where i dump anything and everything i like i am a huge fan of indie and like alternative rock so i've got a bunch of things like that i also love like classics like throwbacks 
of like the 2010s that just makes me really happy so there's a little bit of that sprinkled in there there's a there's songs in spanish english and french so i definitely recommend you check it out i think there's something in there for everybody even if it's just one song but you know i've gotten lots of compliments on this and people really like this playlist like friends so it's been super fun for me <laughs> and lastly the habit is listening to podcasts on 1.2x speed or times speeds so basically we all know that i'm super behind on my podcasts so what i've been doing recently is listening to them on 1.2 speed and i've always felt a bit a little bit iffy on listening to content on a quicker speed because i feel like it's disrespectful to the creators who invested so much time in making it but i'm desperate you know i'm so desperate i need to like get through all the podcasts in my waiting list and the good thing about 1.2 speed is that it's quick enough that you listen to the episode like in less time but it's not too quick to the point where you feel like the voices are sped up like a lot of the time i don't even feel like it's on 1.2 speed because you know like it's so minimal that the voices still sound the same and it often just like speeds up like the pauses so you don't notice them as much so yeah i feel like and it's still like super comprehensible like i feel like 1.2 speed is the perfect amount with the majority of podcasts i listen to so if you want to be able to consume more content in less time i definitely recommend that although it's not entirely good because i'm a very go 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 person and i can be like really agitated and this does not help at all like if i'm stressed and i'm listening to a podcast that's going on like fast i'll get even more <laughs> stressed but you know like uh, I guess like nothing's perfect in life, you know? Well, that's about it for this episode. I would like to clarify that I am not a specialist. Everything I share is based off of my experience and what I've learned. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at DST Podcast. I'm very active on there. It's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. Please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your team. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe, <laughs> whatever your platform lets you do. It would help me out a lot, because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews on here, so if you want to be featured, go on right ahead. Please spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email, dastypodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with the guest and an additional bonus monthly Q&A. Thank you for your time and for joining me in my little corner of the internet. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a beautiful week and a wonderful existence.